Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, hey, welcome to Friday. Now, Zach, my doctor did break doctor patient confidentiality uh, the other day. Turns out he's been laughing at me behind my back a little bit. And I'm wondering, I I think more professions probably do this than we think. Mm. I reckon this is a wider spread thing. Um, Well, it wasn't entirely behind your back because didn't he tell your brother about it? Yeah, well, So he's he's laughing to your brother. Well, that's true. He said to my younger brother who went to see him, every time I touch Dom's stomach, he giggles. Mm. Which again... So you were doing some laughing as well. (laughs) Again, I don't giggle when he touches my stomach. No, we put it to the test last night. Yes, you did. I snickered briefly. Yeah, a snicker and a giggle are the same thing. They're not the same thing. Remember the other night you tried to get what sort of giggle it was, whether it was a hee-hee or a ha-ha? Yeah. Yeah, that's a giggle. My snicker was like... (laughs) Like that. Very different. No, no. We can get the audio up if you want to debate <laughs> need to get that. Anyway, I want to open up a space in a few minutes for anyone of any industry to confess. Do you laugh at customers, at us behind our back? If so, we want to hear from you. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, getting a little worried about my brother's wedding. It might have been hit by a little bit of a crisis. It is only a week away now that my uh, younger brother does get married and he might have come down with the flu is the news of this week. Uh, he's not well. He's been to the doctor. He, it, I mean, it's it, you can't be in the house at the moment and not hear his cough track every five seconds. Yeah. He's not well. And this is, the, the, I think this would be of just about every week of your life, the last week you'd want to be sick. Would, would you agree? I mean, you got married, what, six, seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. Would that have been the worst week of your life to get sick, do you reckon? Of any week you've ever had, would that have been the worst one? Um... I guess so. You don't want to be sick at your wedding. It's a nightmare scenario. You wouldn't be able to enjoy the food, the cake. Um, (laughs) Those are pretty low on the priority list, to be honest. I mean, I'm not sure. I think a lot of people Mm. don't get around to eating or having the cake because they're so busy on their wedding day. What happened at my wedding? No. (laughs) Didn't you get banned at a wedding once from ordering more garlic bread? (laughs) Didn't they say we've been, like recently too, like in the adult life, they said that you've been cut off from garlic bread? Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't so much that I'd been cut off, more that um, they didn't... Well, they said they didn't have enough, but then other tables kept getting more. It's a lot. It's a complicated story. Another round of garlic bread! <laughs> the, the, the reason I brought those ones up is because your taste buds are affected. But I do suppose, uh, right, also, yeah. on a bigger front, while you are enjoying the most seminal day of your life just about, you probably don't want to feel like crap. I feel like it would happen to a lot of people because yeah. weddings are so... Uh, stressful or can mm. be so stressful to get ready for. Yeah, that's it. It's like that's when illness comes on because your immune system is shot. And people love a winter wedding as well. You know, you know, a nice when it's cool and it's picturesque. And so I reckon that'd be awful timing because, you know, you go a winter wedding, that's when the flu's going around. I don't know if Hudson's going to make it. He's basically got eight or nine days now to race the clock to... He's. It's kind of like in the football. You know how they have like players trying to get fit before a big game, the grand final or something? Yeah. He's racing the clock to be fit for the wedding. He'll be fine. At this stage. What do you mean? I'm predicting. He'll be fine. You're predicting he'll make it. Mm-hmm. Well, I reckon Eight days is quite a long time. If, if, if it is the flu setting in, though, mm-hmm. that, I mean, how long does it take I don't think it the is flu? the flu. Okay. That's my prediction. <laughs> All right. Well, nice to have your medical diagnosis. Oh, I'm show. just saying, I thought we're putting our bets in. <laughs> what, what's your bet? I, look, I think he'll be okay. I think the bigger risk yeah. is unless Natasha, his fiance, quarantines herself, mm. it's well, possible. Have they been? Like, he should be quarantined. I would think he should be quarantined. They haven't been doing that. Yeah. Well, this what's is, her immune system like? Uh, I guess it's okay. I, I haven't asked her, but it wouldn't it be a nightmare if she wakes up on Wednesday morning with a scratchy throat? 
You know what I mean? Because then it would be hitting hard by the weekend. She's got to be in solitary confinement mm. for the next week and a half, I reckon, Natasha. You don't remember being sick 20 years on, though. You, know, you don't you reckon? Just, I you reckon you just look you back would. at the photos and you go, oh, what a great day it was. Well, let's see. 13, 10, 60, how sick were you uh, at your wedding? Or maybe it was a wedding you were at and the, the bride or groom were incredibly sick. Because I reckon you'd remember it. I reckon if you were really, really poor on the day, it might even be your overriding memory was just how awful you felt or maybe throwing up, running to the bathroom at the reception to throw up. I reckon if that happened to you, you wouldn't be able to forget it. Yeah, I'm saying you'd remember it, but that's not your overall, you know, it doesn't ruin the day. I was, yeah. when I was page boy, when I was six years old yeah. to my second cousin, Sure. Uh, I remember now actually he was so sick. He had to leave the reception really, like early. Um, and I don't think with the bride, I think he had to go and, you know, Just have a be by down. himself because he was so sick. Oh, that's awful. Still oh. happily married. 20... Five years on. Is that the secret? Maybe it is. Maybe <laughs> that's the secret. Uh, we got Jessica on thirteen ten sixty. Uh, this was this your own wedding, Jessica? It was. What happened? It was my own wedding. I was so sick with a chest infection. Oh jeez. And I ended up like I was on Codrill for the wedding and the reception. Mm. And I was okay, like for the wedding and the reception. But by the time it was over, I just needed everyone to go away. I was so sick. Yeah, you yeah. need to cut it short. Yeah, I can imagine. You just feel like crap on a day. You just don't want to feel like crap. I imagine Jessica, when the chest infection set in, like a couple of days before the wedding or a week or two before. Yeah, you must exactly. have been so angry. I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It doesn't have to have to happen in one day. Yeah, yeah. Awful. I'd almost say. I must say we're doing a second wedding. Do you know what I mean? No, I was, you're nah. thinking about it the total wrong Why? way. Because if you approach a wedding thinking everything has to go right, you're going to have the worst day in the world. You have to get to a point where you go, no matter what happens, we're rolling with it and <laughs> sure. we're going to have a smile. We're going to get out of here married and that's all that matters. Yeah, and that, you'll have the best time you've ever had. <laughs> sure. uh, Anne-Marie is on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, who was sick at the wedding in your case, Anne-Marie? Um, it was my husband's best friend and his bride and the brother-in-law. Oh, geez. So this, this was a bug that went around. Were they it? related? Did they get, get it off each other? Um, I think they may have. Yeah. I'm not sure. But they literally got it like the night of um, before the wedding and they all had vomiting and diarrhea. Yeah. Well, oh, you nice. definitely don't want that. That's one that's tough <laughs> to put up with. Gastro. So was, was there any having to run out of the ceremony or the reception or anything like that? Uh, no, they managed to come through um, the reception okay. They had a lot of drugs in them, um, mm. but the um, the bride passed out during the ceremony. Oh um, the best man pri- uh, passed out just before the ceremony started. Wow. Yeah, and we had to get him lemonade and stuff. So, Did you consider at any stage, or did they consider at any stage just, and I know it's a super expensive logistical operation, but when that many people are feeling that sick, just saying, screw it, we're calling this off and doing it another day. Nah, nah. <laughs> Push through. They spent so much money on the wedding. Like, yeah. her, her wedding was top notch, and she would never, like, just pride, she would never cancel that wedding. Yeah, you think at a wedding like that, mm. instead of, like, beef and chicken, would you do codrill and Sudafed <laughs> as the alternate drop? And then dessert could be my favorite medication, gastro stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Collective Noun, late nights on the Hit Network. Oh, this one's me. <laughs> uh, you might have heard producer Michael in the background there. Uh, <laughs> Just realising there's an opener for this segment that he'd forgotten to get ready. Look, Dom, it's yeah. it's so hard to keep up with the news yeah. each week. 
they zig in and zagging. Oh, all the time. A lot of the time, the things that are on the news, you, you think like, how is this news? You do. Uh, and, and sometimes, sometimes I reckon these news stories which take you so much by surprise that if you heard them, you'd think there's no way in hell that's actually the news story, is it? Yeah, that's why we're going to put it to the test. <laughs> Have we got the opener now? That was good padding, Zach. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Anytime now. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. What's the story? Worth the wait. <laughs> Dom, I have three headlines in front of me. I want to test how well you can predict the news. I'm going to play half the headline. You have to tell me what the second half is. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do this. Our first headline this evening. <laughs> okay. Well, now... The newest big... Okay, are we ready? Yeah, yeah, we're good now. We've got the tech sorted. Everything is now set for the segment. Let's Our go. Our first headline. Yeah. The newest big thing has been installed at the Southern Highlands Welcome Centre at Mittagong. What is the newest big thing? Southern Highlands. I'm thinking something regional. Maybe like a big cow, a big sheep? That's not the story. The newest big thing has been installed at the Southern Highlands Welcome Centre at Mittagong. The big pie is more than two metres high and was created from a local wine pressing vat. It's already attracting selfie lovers from far and wide. That's the story. The big pie. The big Get on pie. down. That's outstanding. It's not very big. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> it's about waist high. Oh, but no. And the, it's a plastic pie. Well, this is something I feel quite passionately about. We need to introduce legislation mm. of the minimum size before you can call your thing a big thing, I reckon. <laughs> what? Yeah, sure. What? Did that sound it, like there was, a, there was potential <laughs> that if someone had just tuned in, they <laughs> they may have thought you were talking about something else. There was yeah. a small lot of potential there. I did notice when I was speaking about big things and stuff like that. But yeah. But we're moving <laughs> Let's on. go to our next headline. How does this end? Well, look, nothing like starting them young, but I think this um, is really making the kids work a little too hard. This is in Lithuania. This is... <laughs> oh, what is it? Jeez, well, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of talk about school hours. Are they maybe trying to get people to do, like, maybe like a nine to five, like a longer school day? That's not the story. I like the way you're thinking, but no. Well, look, nothing like starting them young, but I think this um, is really making the kids work a little too hard. This is in Lithuania. This is babies racing for milk. <laughs> That's the story. In Lithuania, what? apparently they do baby racing. <laughs> Hopefully not seriously. Oh, so well, I I'm hope that was for a one-off fun competition. Is it like, I'm picturing like a greyhound track and instead of, you know how they'll have yeah. like the chicken on the thing that moves ahead of yes. them? I'm picturing like a bottle of milk and they're all crawling. Is that essentially Around a greyhound track. Well, I don't know. What, they're going to do yeah. 1.2 kilometres. <laughs> a small greyhound No, track. it was like three metres with parents at the other end. You know, dangling something rattly for them to go to. Did the baby you had money on win? Uh, no, I lost out a lot, actually. Damn, that's, that's unfortunate, Zach. Uh, last story, how does this end dumb? Yep. Australia's largest pet-sitting community. Mad Paws has searched the country for... What was Mad Paws searching the country for? Maybe Australia's best pet-sitter? That's not the story. That would make sense, but no. Australia's largest pet-sitting community, Mad Paws has searched the country for Australia's most huggable cat. <laughs> That's the story. The most huggable cat. What, how would you define a huggable cat? No cats are huggable. 
That's the whole thing about them. They have claws. They're moody. They're not huggable. So have they called the search off? Is the search, have they had any success? They had one of the winners there on the show on Mm. Sunrise. Didn't look huggable to me. (laughs) Well, I suppose that's relative though. Maybe that is the most huggable cat. It doesn't mean it's huggable. It's just the most. That pretty much sums up the news this week. Big pie. Yep. Babies racing and huggable cats. Commercial TV, everyone. (laughs) No wonder journalism is dying. (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I've always been a little bit paranoid about um, which various industries, which various people who serve me, maybe Uber drivers, whatever, doctors, are laughing at me behind my back or laughing at customers behind A lot of them, I'd imagine. You Didn't you catch that fast? food worker talking about you that time? Oh, the McDonald's one. Notice how I said fast food? (laughs) Oh, no, it hasn't stopped me going to Macca's. Still an amazing place. An amazing place to go. Yeah, good safe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, weren't they talking about you in the drive-thru speaker box? They didn't know their mics were on, and they're like, this guy's back again. Yeah, orders a hash brown and a coffee every day at this time. And didn't they also say, looks like he's had a few hash browns? (laughs) Something along this. It was, there were comments about my, and that doesn't matter though. The point is, McDonald's still my choice of snack. Um, and meals. Anyway, Zach, the, the the reason this comes up is because I did mention on the show earlier in the week um, that my brother had gone to see our family doctor who had mentioned to him uh, that apparently every time the doctor touches my stomach with a stethoscope, I giggle. Hmm. Now, I, I'm still adamant I don't giggle. Even though we tested it last night on the show. We didn't. T- well, we did. What? This is your giggle. <laughs> it's a snicker. Yeah. snicker. He played again. <laughs> That's a snicker. That's not a giggle. Anyway, Snicker and giggle are the same thing. We looked it up. They're synonyms. Even if I did giggle, I feel like that is something I wouldn't like spoken about behind my back. You know, I don't want my doctor joking about me. I don't want to be the person who my doctor walks in the door to their partner and says, you won't believe what one of my patients did today. Had a good old giggle. And so this is what I want to know. 131060, what are you laughing about? uh, What are you laughing behind our backs about in your industry? You know, we've got that friend. Hmm. Who's a nurse. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And, and they, they have like a group chat yeah. where they talk about the funniest baby name they heard that day. Yeah. Worst baby name. Basically comes up in the group chat. Yeah. Hey, you won't believe what one parent called today and they'll have a good laugh. Now I'm sure when they're with those parents and that baby, they're saying, what a beautiful choice. Not when they leave the room. How funny can baby names be? It's a good question. I'm not sure. But I'd imagine, like, I was thinking about some of the industries where this would happen. Uber drivers would be a big one, I reckon. They'd yeah. totally be talking about the wor- weirdest But the thing about have. the Uber drivers is, do they come together a lot? Because you're just an Uber driver by yourself. They could just talk to partners when they get home. Yeah, that's true. That sort of thing. Healthcare professionals would be massive. Fast food would be massive. I just, uh, this, uh, forgive me, this is out of my paranoia, but I want to know, 131060, in your particular industry, what is it you're laughing behind our backs about? I'd, I'd like to know just to ease my doubts, because even if it's bad, Zach, I I'd rather know than not know. Uh, Monique is in Sydney. What's the, the industry you work in, Monique? Uh, inbound customer service. Okay. And what is it that you, you're laughing at people about behind their backs? Uh, so when a customer is absolutely really rude and um, demanding the impossible, they immediately come the butt of jokes. Yeah. And I think, look, I reckon that's fair. If you're, it's one thing to be laughed about for a weird medical condition or something, right? Mm. But if you're rude to customer service, I think you deserve to be laughed about behind your back. Yeah, 100%. You, you with me on that? Um, that's what I'd spend all my time doing if I was in customer service. <laughs> You'd do it to their faces. Um, I'd consider it. Depends <laughs> how rude they were. Uh, Jane is in Perth. Uh, what is it in your industry, Jane? Hello, I work in dentistry mm. and... Yes, we do have a laugh in the tea room about patients. What, what like bad breath and stuff like that? Um, stuff 
yeah, that like what the other lady said, they're really rude to receptionists, but yeah. when they get into us, it's ever so nice because they want their problem fixed. Or yeah. the fact that they haven't bothered to brush their teeth for 10 years, but it's an emergency. You've got to fix it in the next 10 minutes. I can hear the tone already, Jane, of what you take. Can I ask if someone, you know, had a particular like weird tooth or something, is that something that you'd be like, hey, did you guys see see David's tooth? Well, sometimes when we have an absolutely fantastic extraction with the biggest abscess hanging off of it, it's just gorily awesome. And yes, we do talk about it. Yeah, I'd imagine. I love Jane's attitude. Yeah. Well, they'd have group chats going. They'd be taking pictures. Uh, your question was weirdly specific, Dom. <laughs> no. Just... Were you using this to no. ask a question about your strange tooth? <laughs> I was not. Jess is in Adelaide. Uh, what's your industry and what is it, Jess? Hello, Jess. Oh, hey, sorry. Um, I'm a nurse currently, mm. and we just get really, really strange questions and strange um, chat up lines in the industry. So we get people just asking the most random mm. questions so and then just, people will be like... People come in with an injury or an illness and they're trying to pick up a nurse. Yeah, it's pretty much like eight out of ten patients. It would just what? be really, really bad pick up lines. <laughs> That's, that is unbelievable. Come on, Australia. That's not acceptable. <laughs> so I think... It, I don't know. This... If you're hmm. well enough to be chatting up the nurse... Get out of the hospital. Yeah, I don't know if you should be in hospital. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. <laughs> so, Jess, you're saying that happens and it's a cheesy pickup line and that's the talk in the, the lunchroom that day. Yeah, we'll go yeah. back to the handover room or to the room. I'll be like, uh, hmm. so the patient in that room is just really inappropriate or really intense. And we'll be hmm. like... If we go in there, maybe get a male nurse in there or do you have like, we'll just like warn each other. Do you have codes like that you write on their charts or on the door or anything? Or is it just word of mouth? We would just say it in handover because there'll be all yeah, the nurses yeah. come together and we'll just mm. all say like, this patient is really inappropriate or this person will probably try and hit on you. Or okay. we'll just say a line that they've used. See, I was hoping we might get like, you know, the insight into the nurse. I code love there. when people have their own codes. Yeah. Isn't that the best? Yeah. Because, um... Yeah, I love it. <laughs> did you just think of a story and then realise you can't tell it? I certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered uh, yeah. my friend telling me a story. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not appropriate for the radio. <laughs> uh, uh, Benjamin, uh, 30 dead 60. Uh, what are you laughing about behind people's backs in your industry? <laughs> Benjamin. I think Benjamin oh, is... Hello. Hey, hey. What, <laughs> yeah, what are you the... guys laughing have at? You, have you turned the corner, Benjamin? No, so I'm, a... no, so, um, I'm an Uber Eats driver, and quite often I'll get uh, customers that order maybe two blocks from the store, or just a few hundred metres, and it's quite funny. It's like I've had one that's two stores away, and I just walked it to the person, and that's it was incredible. the only person on shift. Mm. And that's like, a, what, that's like the 4 or $5 delivery fee. Yeah, yeah, it's it is, and uh, I often get even not even that. It doesn't matter. It, it could be something that's just a small item, like I don't know, a couple of churros. And when I get to the customer's house, I'm like, oh, do you order a bag of air? Because I'll take a couple of churros, like ten kilometres sometimes. Like today, I took a, a 
bag of bread because you can order from uh, BPs and stuff now. It's called like couch food or something. Wow. I took a, a loaf of bread all the way like 10, 11 k's in Sydney in peak hour traffic <laughs> um, to someone who was babysitting so they couldn't leave the house. Jeez. Well, yeah, I can imagine. What's the shortest man? you've done, Dom, Uber Eats? Eats. Uh, well, actually, not that short. Because, you know, if I do a bit of a walk to get my food, I feel like I burnt it off. That's my theory. That's my logic. Yeah, but you're not if walking park... to the, down no, the road. No, but if I park down the road from the cafe and pick it up, then right. I think, look at me, burnt off those calories. Yeah, and you don't think that just no. walking to the door? No, not not so much. I will say, now that I've just heard that you can order from BPs and stuff, whatever that... Have you heard of that couch food? No, but I'm seeing more and more come on Uber Eats. That's, that is my weekend gone. I can tell you that much. If you can order from server, What are you going to get? Uh, probably Kinder Surprise. If I can order Kinder Surprises from Uber Eats. And Benjamin can call us next week and tell us about that weird guy. He's, he's a grown adult and I was delivering him Kinder Surprises at 2am. It was weird. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Millennials have been accused of killing the doorbell industry. Yeah, doorbells, who knew, are dying. They're on the way out. You know, because now when people come to people's houses, yeah. they text here. Yes, exactly. Instead of ringing the doorbell. No one gets out of the car and goes up, ding dong. And it, it's such a shame because that was such a fun experience, wasn't it, ringing the doorbell? I reckon they're onto something because yeah. I put a doorbell on my house mm. six months ago. Yep. I've had one person ring it Seriously? ever. And it was like right in the exact right spot. Yeah. Nobody rings it. Well, I reckon even in doorbells prime, they only got rung like 50% of the time. Even with a doorbell there, 50% of the time people would knock or yell out, hello. I reckon even then they're only getting 50% ring. It's a sad day for people who are making doorbells. Seeing as really apparently doorbells are dying, we thought it was mm-hmm. only appropriate to do a in memoriam to remember some of the more iconic bells. Time to Welcome to our presentation tonight as we look back on some of our favourite bells oh. from over the years, Dom. And beautiful tuxedo you've worn for the event, Zach. You'd remember this one. Oh, the classic. The classic bell. It's done a lot of the heavy lifting of the industry yep. uh, from building to building, yes, do you house know, to house. When I was in primary school and we had a chocolate fundraiser and I had to go around the neighbourhood pressing doorbells, I reckon nine out of ten houses, you press it, you hear that. How about this one, Dom? You heard this one a few times. Oh, yes. A real working class bell, that one. That's the one. It's no nonsense. No nonsense. It's just, hey, I'm here. Come to the door. Rest in peace, ship's bell. <laughs> How about this one? Yeah. A trailblazer. Well, that was fun. And that, that, that takes would go you back, does it? Doesn't it? it? Have a listen to that. It would go for as long as you pressed it in for, wouldn't it? It wasn't a set time, generally. Well, sometimes you twisted them, I think. Oh, that's true, yeah. That was... uh. That was someone with a class, you know, that so That's a bell that made way for the yeah. electric bells. Yes. It did a lot of the heavy lifting in the early days. It, it had to put up with a lot of crap. And the bells later on, the yeah. electric ones, they didn't know how good they had it. What, do you reckon that is the most underappreciated doorbell? Yeah. I reckon it might be. Yeah. Rest in peace, doorbells. <sighs> you may be on the way out, but you had a bloody good knock. <laughs> <laughs> bit emotional. Oh, pizza's here. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Day.
or nay? Dom, every single day seems to be international this day, national that day. They just seem to be ridiculous. So I wanted to see if you could tell real days, mm. real days people are celebrating from fake ones. I have three in front of me. Two yeah. are real things people are celebrating today, Friday, the 7th of June. One oh. is one I've made up. You just got to tell me which is which. I am. I'm excited, Zach. What do you got? Our first one is a VCR day. Oh, okay. VCR day. Now, is this a day that has been around for like 30 years and is probably a little less relevant now? Or is this a day that's come out recently mm. for the revival of VCRs? I don't know. Okay. What do you think is more likely? <laughs> I think it's more likely that it's a recent thing. That it's sort of like, hey, celebrate the VCRs. Get the VCRs out of the cupboard. Mm. Watch them for the first time in a decade. Don't you, don't you reckon? Because I reckon when they were the main thing, because I don't think right now you need a Netflix day. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone has it. So I think when VCRs were the main form of entertainment, you didn't need a day. It was every day. What I've said about you all along is yep. you can't, yeah. you can't flaw yep. your logic. No, you've never said that. In fact, you've numerous times expressed I have the used, opposite sentiment. Well, I have used a sentence with flaws and logic in it about you, <laughs> but maybe not in that order. <laughs> that was good logic, though, and you know I'm right. So uh, I reckon that that's real. That was VCR day. Yep. Uh, our next one is drink a decaf day. What's the idea behind this one? You drink decaf coffee. Well, yeah, no, but why? I guess to reduce caffeine intake. Yeah, seems unlikely. Why's that? <laughs> I, who would care enough about that to start a day? Oh, jeez, man. Well, Your knowledge of the health mm, area yeah. is remarkably mm. slim. I do know they say there's a story today about apparently people who are addicted to caffeine struggle when they go into hospitals because yeah. they go off caffeine or coffee. So right. I suppose it is a real thing. Wait, you couldn't yeah. fathom that there would be people trying to reduce people's caffeine intake. Actually, no, it makes a lot of sense. The more I think about it, that makes a lot of sense. What's the third day, Zach? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to say about floor and logic again? Uh, fish and chip day. <laughs> oh, I like this. A day for fish and chips. This is great. Is this a floating day that's on the Friday of this week every year? Or is this specifically June 7? Fish I and don't chip know Friday why you great. always ask me questions, because I can't answer <laughs> them, because it's going to reveal which one I made up. Yeah, but I thought, you know, that you would have back info about all of them. You know, yeah. the two ones that are real and the one you made up. Okay. Um, yes, it's a floating day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so run me through them again. What do we, we got? Fish and chip day, drink yeah. some decaf day, mm. or drink a decaf day, sure. and VCR day. Okay, VCR day, I'm calling it real. Uh-huh. I think that's, uh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I reckon Fish and Chip Day mm. is the one you made up. Oh. Incorrect. It was Drink and Decaf Day. Oh, I knew it and I got it right and you threw me off the scent. I'm like Eddie Maguire. Yeah, you totally back are. In, uh, back in the days of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, you couldn't, you couldn't ever trust him. Whose side is he on? See, I reckon it was the. I reckon as that show's gone on, now into hot seat, now he's the other way. Now he gives you the answer, basically. You read Eddie, he'll basically be like, you sure you don't want to lock in B? And it's always B. That's that's <laughs> true. If you go on the show, it's always <laughs> bit B. Of, bit, of a, bit of a hack for anyone going millionaire hot seat uh, That's there. all the time we have tonight. <laughs> if you missed anything from the show, make sure you grab the podcast, search for Collective Noun on iTunes and grab it there. We'll be back at 11 o'clock on Monday. Tom and Ollie up next. See you. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy. From the first time we press start to the next time, if it's in the world of gaming, it's covered by Press Start. 
you'll find reviews of the games you haven't played yet, news from the big players, and the cheapest games at release. It's all at pressstart.com.au. And right now, you have the chance to win awesome prizes thanks to our friends in the gaming world. All you have to do is enter to win at pressstart.com.au. Press Start. For every gamer.